My name is Monica Gleberman, and you're listening to Silence on Set Podcast. For today's podcast, we have Grace Caroline Curry, who plays Becky in a new movie called Fall, which is currently available on Amazon. The film is about two best friends, Becky and Hunter, whose life is all about conquering their fears and pushing limits. However, after they climb 2,000 feet to the top of a remote, abandoned radio tower, they find themselves stranded with no way down. So here is Grace to talk about her experience filming and what it was like really being that high up off the ground. Hi! I'm so happy to talk with you today. Um, Okay, so I'm just going to jump in. How did you first off get the role of playing Becky? Um, So uh, this is pandemic times, which I'm sure I'm going to repeat stuff that Scott probably told you, but it's nice to know he laid the framework. Um, uh, Yeah, it was it was pandemic and uh, we were in quarantine, couldn't audition in person. Um, And normally in in these conditions, I've been doing a lot of self-tapes and I was doing a lot of self-tapes, but sometimes you get sent a script and you get to meet with the director and my gosh, that's the best. Cause I'm such a, like, please don't make me perform for you. Can we talk? <laughs> Can we talk about the creative aspect of this? Um, and, uh, yeah, I was sent the script read through it in one sitting one night, couldn't stop flipping the pages, uh, and was really in awe with what I had read and wondered if I, had the ability <laughs> to act what I had read, um, but also was so curious how they were gonna do it. Um, I'm a little bit of a film nerd. So the, I was already imagining the shots and the scenes and the stunts and what would be required of the actors who would be getting it. Um, but then I got to meet with Scott and uh, we had a lovely chat kind of off the bat, seemed to have very similar uh, personalities. <laughs> And uh, kind of convinced him that a chemistry read would be really delightful as opposed to having to audition and it just be me. Um, Cause so much of it is the dynamic between Hunter and Becky. And he was like, I guess, yeah, we, I, I really talked about how much I hate auditioning. Not, not a great way to sell yourself, you know, as an actor, but uh, we were talking about all sorts of stuff. And, and he said, yeah, I think we should do a chemistry read. I got a list of, um, actors uh, I'd be chemistry reading with and a, a bunch of other people read for Becky, of course, and, and Hunter. So there was all these different groupings that they had kind of worked out. Um, and I messaged each of the actresses on Instagram and said, you know, hi, we're going to be acting together in a couple of days. Do you want to rehearse these scenes at all? Do you want to just meet and chat? Um, and, uh, Virginia Gardner, Ginny, she responded within minutes, uh, and we actually had two FaceTime calls before we hopped on a zoom with Scott for our audition. And she just, I mean, I think there was a compatibility there off the get-go with our, our work style and, um, also our interpretation of Hunter and Becky. I think we really just got each other. So, yeah. And then from there, I found out a couple days later. Um, I was in Colorado with my husband and we were on a little hike, um, got a text from Ginny saying, have you heard the news? And I was like, no, it's like, you should hear from your team, but it's good news for us. And I just freaked out in the woods of Colorado. (laughs) 
Uh, that's amazing. It's so nice to hear that you messaged them, you know, because I interviewed like a lot of people. And when I asked them, you know, how'd you get it? You never hear that where someone like oh. went away to kind of just make sure everybody felt comfortable. You feel comfortable. And I think it's, it's just a nice, like fair way of working with other actresses. So that's so nice that you reached out. I think because it was over Zoom. I mean, a lot of the time where it's like you're showing up to a chemistry read, I've had times where I don't know who I'm reading with. But because they gave me names, I could stock and I could find them and hunt them down. Um, and I, I did feel a little bit more driven to do it because it was a Zoom. And it's so hard with Zooms and acting to, I don't know, the, the chemistry, it's tricky sometimes over this computer to act these scenes that are supposed to be in person. Well, let me tell you, you guys did such a good job. And what was so funny is, you know, obviously the movie has like multiple layers. I don't think I'm giving anything away. There's like tragedy that kind of like starts off the movie and that kind of kicks off everything. And within the trailer. So again, I think I'm spoiler free here. You got like, there's two women. So it's Becky and Hunter that end up kind of stuck on the top of this gigantic <laughs> um, kind of landmark, I guess, in the middle of nowhere in a town and have to figure out how we're going to survive. What, what are we going to do kind of thing? So. When you're reading the script, you read it probably how I watched it. I was like this and I kept moving in and moving in. And I was like, I was like freaking out. And then I, I was taking like mental notes. Like, what could I do? And like, what would I do if I was in this situation? And uh, all these kind of things. So as an actress, as you're like flipping through and you're reading this, I know you mentioned you were like, how am I going to kind of like pull this off? Or what am I going to do? What preparation did you take? Because 90% of this film for people that will see it takes place literally on the top of a platform yet remains interesting I mean like you don't lose it you don't get bored I mean like it's really good so what did you do to prepare for that because I would imagine that's difficult to have most of your scenes literally in one location oh yeah no you you get it you're you're picking up on the, what was difficult about shooting I mean there were a lot of difficulties but um that's something I talked to Scott about in our director session as I was like I feel that there's a lot of discipline required to play Becky and that gets me really excited as an actor. Um, and I just, I want to map out all of her emotions from, you know, start to finish because I know it's basically one location. I need to kind of know where she is emotionally at what point. Um, so I can have sort of a, um, a map, a grid, a reference sheet, if you will, especially once we got out there, I thought it was going to be tricky, but holy cow, was it a weird disorientation to be in the same location every single day, filming out of order. Um, you just don't have any landmarks or, or different differentiation of the atmosphere, the room to be able to go, oh, my character is in the last act of the movie. Oh, my character is in this the scene where she is crying about this. <laughs> it's all the same. So um, yeah, I, I mapped stuff out. Um, thankfully, I have an athletic background. So I was already a little, had a little bit of a foundation athletic wise. Um, and I've done some indoor bouldering um, and geeked out about that with Scott a bit. Um, but ultimately, a lot of it was showing up to set and you can prepare as much as you want, but set always has a different plan for you. <laughs> I know I, Scott had said like, so of course, one of the first questions, I'm sure he's going to get asked this constantly right away. I went, 
was that like legitimate, like where they were standing or was that like a set or what'd you guys do? And he was like, no, like we found it. And like, we threw them up there. So of course I was asking him, like, how do you direct? Are you like screaming? Are they like having you fly somewhere? Like, how are you doing that? And he kind of talked about the direction process, but then he mentioned while you guys were filming, there would be like planes that would fly by that were like below you. I mean, like that's how high up you guys were. So as like an actor, so like from your perspective, how do you handle that? Because you guys are standing on what I would assume is a pretty like small, what, like eight by eight, I don't know, 12 by 12 square. You have planes flying literally below you. So you're literally that high in the sky acting. You have to remember all your lines where you're at. So how does, how does that work as from an actor perspective versus like for Scott, he was saying, you know, he's like yelling, he's trying to talk through his mask. He's, you know, trying to get up there to talk with you guys. But yeah. how, how do you prepare and how do you get the most, I guess, is what I'm trying to say, out of those scenes that you're working on in those well, conditions? Poor Scott. He heard a lot of, what? From Ginny and I. Because we're like, what did he say? Which granted, we have mics on, right? As actors, we're mic'd. So I kept forgetting that I could literally go, Scott, what do you, what, what do you want? Oh, okay. I kept yelling for everyone's ears because like, he just, you he's down there. It's just human nature. If someone's far away from you, you yell, um, which that was another element was trying not to lose our voices, right? You know, especially with anything that has a horror element where there's screaming or there's high energy. Um, so much of it was like, I was hyperventilating at times just from, you know, you're, you're doing so much panicked breathing and especially Becky climbing up the, the tower and her fighting an anxiety attack the whole time. I was getting dizzy, man, (laughs) in the heat. It was, it was something else, but no, to answer your question, um, I think there was just so much mental flexibility from Ginny and I and the entire crew with you just, like I said, you can prepare as much as you want, but when you actually are there, it hits you. Like it hit us that we were going to be really high up the winds pick up really strong. The towers swing. Ginny and I are looking at each other going, what do we get ourselves into? Is this how we die? Oh my gosh. What the heck is going on? Yeah. It was just do or die, fight or flight, just full immersion. Every day we were showing up to work and just tackling some sort of wild thing. I don't know. I, I, I really feel like we went and we're going, going, going for days. Uh, when we wrapped, I was like, a little shell of a human. It was great. <laughs> You're like, and I want to go to bed now. <laughs> yeah. For a long time. So does that make it easier to get into character because you're literally living it? Or does that make it harder because you're like, okay, I'm not me. I have to be Becky. Like I have to like take myself out. So is it easier or harder by like literally being in that position? Oh gosh, you're getting technical on me and I want to give a really <laughs> technical answer, but I don't want to take too much time. Um, So I think when we wrapped, I actually had a little bit of a confrontation with myself of my acting method. And I felt that I had maybe been a little too method by utilizing my own emotions, a lot of it, um, which spent me so much. And I did have a little bit of a mirror chat, if you will, with myself of going, you know, are you, are you professional actress? Do you know how to like fabricate like you need to learn how to disconnect and not own it so much. Cause I was being very affected by Becky's sadness and how down she is. Um, it was bringing me down at the end of the day, but it was also just 
natural because of the environment we were in with how much uh, stunts and physicality and emotional strain there was, not to mention the heat and the, the, the dehydration. You do run the risk though, as an actor of, there might be one scene in there where Grace is crying for real, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I would assume there's sort of like, you know, and people don't talk about this, but there's like mental confusion, right? Like when you're an actor, even if you're given a script and you just show up and it's a studio or a fake set or whatever, when you're crying, your body doesn't know that you're not crying, right? And so like when you're, like you said, when you were climbing up to that part, and I want to ask you about that, but, um, you know, and so your right. character so has, right. yeah, like your character has panic attack, your body doesn't know that you're not having a panic attack, you're faking the panic attack. So a lot of times, maybe it's a little easier to separate when it's a set where you get to like li literally leave work, you take the clothes off, you leave work, you go home, but to literally be where your character is supposed to be on this tall thing in the middle of nowhere, I would assume would have been harder to separate at the end of the day. So obviously that was something that struck you. You're speaking my language. Uh, <laughs> the wild thing is an anxiety attack, right? Is a physical reaction. A lot of it is a physical response to thoughts we have or an environment that triggers something. So um, a lot of the time when I have to act and act uh, an anxious uh, scene, I know what physical triggers I have when I'm having an anxiety attack. And if I initiate those physical responses, whether it's heavy breathing, panicked feelings, I'll just put myself into an anxiety attack. It's great. And we're rolling and we got the scene, you know? Um, but it is, it's so much of it is physical. And just like you said, your body doesn't know that it's not real. Yes. There was a, there was a physical toll. I don't know if it would have been different on a soundstage necessarily when I think of the scenes that we acted, because regardless when doing emotional scenes, it's just draining. It just is. Um, which I've been in places with draining scenes before where I'm crying. And it's like, this is the one place where they're expecting me to cry for work. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> We're rolling. They're coming. The tears are coming. I'm tired. There's no tears left, but they're going to, they're going to roll out. Um, but what was really fun for me, cause I've cried in a lot of my work <laughs> and I'm tired of crying. I don't want to cry anymore. I think it's a boring choice. <laughs> um, what was really fun for me was she is in a scenario where she'd be tearing up. She is in a scenario, Becky, where she's going to be upset. So fun trying to come up with every different way a human could feel that level of emotion. You know, that was really fun for me. I was geeking out about that. Well, I like, it's so funny you should say that because when I was watching it and again, I watch it from like, sort of like a skewed perspective, right? Cause I'm a journalist. So I'm like looking at it. I, when I was watching it, I kept going, you know, it must've been so fun as an actor to try to come up with different ways of how a person just would naturally one react. Right. And then two, we want this to be interesting. You're stuck on there for 90% of the film, which it is. Like I said, I was literally leaning into bed because I had to watch it on my computer. Scout's like, you got to go to the movie theater. I'm like, I know, like, I cannot wait to go yeah. see it again. But I'm literally, I was like almost gripping the computer because I was just like, like what's what's happening? And like, you're so like invested. I think even at one point I was like, I'm like a little like, like, whoa. Like I had to like back up a little bit because I even like started feeling like a little bit of like the height. And I was going, oh my God, like I, I was very into it. And I was wondering how you guys, you know, when you're sitting up there, uh, these so these two girls, obviously the natural reaction is to figure out like what you could possibly do and how you can kind of get out of it. So for you as an actor, was that like also something fun and challenging that you were able to kind of work through? I think it was really cool. I, I personally back the character's choices in this. Um, 
I understand why they're doing everything that they're doing. And sometimes when we watch this genre, it's built on you sitting back and going, why did they do that? You know, but I actually do. I, I back their choices in trying to survive. They really are being as resourceful as you could possibly be in that scenario. And they're operating, I think, truthfully under a state of fight or flight being up on that tower and having small windows of time where they could be rescued and trying to make the most of that window of time and be logical and, and with such limited resources. So yeah, I guess that was a really fun element. I felt like I was playing an intelligent character. Sometimes female characters are written in a very di divisive way where, you know, they're meant to drive the plot by in the choices they make is, or characters in general, right? Making stupid choices drives the plot. But I really enjoyed having choices made from a place of them really using using their intelligence, their ingenuity as much as they could. That was really rewarding and really special. Yeah, I, and I'm running out of time, and I'm like, shoot, because I had so many more questions for you. But yeah, oh. but I I definitely agree. Like in terms of the female aspect, it's much more of a female empowerment movie. It's like these women are fully capable in trying to save themselves. Um, you know, without giving anything away and the stuff that they do definitely moves along the plot. And like I said, it, it's very intriguing. There is no takeaway. I, it went so fast when I was watching it. I loved all of it. So I just want to end, I guess, with two questions really quickly, which was just, how was it working? Obviously, I know we spoke a little bit about, um, Virginia, but how was it working with, um, her, how is it working with, uh, Jeffrey, which, you know, we only see a little bit, but we get to see him. How is that? And then what would you tell fans to go and why they, they should go see this movie? Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Um, you know, I've watched him on Supernatural and he plays a great dad in that. Very different than his role in The Walking Dead. Um, and he just really crushes that, that element of a paternal figure. <laughs> um, and I was really excited when, because he was one of the first people to be cast. I was like, Ooh, maybe I could be cast as his daughter. That'd be cool. We have similar coloring. That'd be really neat. Um, so I was, I was really keen to get to have him in this. And um, I, he pulls on my heartstrings. I'm like, Becky, listen to your dad. <laughs> Just gosh, Becky. Um, yeah, he's a total pro um, and was so great with all the COVID issues. And um, it's just, it was such a different time of working when we shot all that. And um, he was awesome. And um, Ginny, <laughs> Ginny, my lovely Ginny, um, she is, she was just so inspiring. And I think she really kept my morale up because she wanted to give a hundred percent. I think we had a really healthy level of like competitiveness, if you will, where it's like, I'd see her crush it on her stunt in the morning. And it only encouraged me to like bring a hundred percent as well. Um, and, and I think we, we kept each other, I think we kept each other being like having good integrity on set, if that makes sense. There was a really good level of integrity, I think, from her. And I think I helped stay on track too, just, just having that teammate. I couldn't have had a better person. And I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful that it was her. I just don't even want to imagine if it had been anyone else. Um, but uh, why should people see it in theaters? holy cow, uh, it's huge. I mean, the whole thing is so immersive and you were moving towards your screen, just, just wanting to get in it more. And what a better environment than sitting in a dark room with a massive screen to just 
take you over. And if you're scared, bring a group, you know, have your friend there so that they can laugh at you when you're screaming and you're jumping out of your seat. Um, but no, I, I think it's so special that it's a movie that gets you in your body, gets your palms sweating, your heart racing. And I do think there's a massive payoff at the end. I think it's, it's a, it's a really satisfying story as a whole. Um, so go have some fun and be freaked out and watch fall in theaters with a group. That's what I got to say. Well, I want to thank you so much. Like I said, I, I literally could have gotten into every single thing. I wanted to talk to you about the poll of like, like so oh many, more but you were so good in this movie and this movie relies solely on amazing acting. I mean, just like end of story. Like, I mean, there's directing, there's a million other people, yes, that are involved in making this movie what it is. And I'm not downplaying their roles yeah. at all. But it really comes down to can these two women keep you entertained, invested? You guys nailed it. Like it like flew by. And I was just like, what's happening? And I was just emotional. It was like a roller coaster. <laughs> I was just invested. I was also, I banked some tools of like if I ever get stuck somewhere, like things that I can do that I never would have thought of. So I was like, that's a great oh, yeah. idea. So I banked some of that in there. Okay. So I just like thank you because. I don't know if anyone else could have pulled it off like that. And just congratulations. You were amazing. Thank you. So, I have so much more to say, but you were fantastic. I had so much fun. Thank you. Have a great rest of the day. Hope you guys enjoyed listening to Grace talk about what it was like filming the movie Fall, which is currently available now on Prime Video. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you're updated on all of our latest podcasts. And head over to our YouTube channel and hit subscribe so you're updated on all of our video content. Uh -huh.